Life Audio. Hello, I'm Adam Comer. And I'm Ryan Chittister. And we are the host of Life After Addiction Podcast. What we believe is that addiction is not a surprise to God. That's right. We discuss addiction from a biblical worldview and how true freedom comes through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Absolute freedom from addiction. The secular worldview of once an addict, always an addict is just not true. If you or someone you love struggles with addiction, subscribe to Life After Addiction at lifeaudio.com. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ. Welcome to Christian Natural Health with naturopathic Dr. Lauren DeVille. Christian Natural Health is the podcast on how to get and stay healthy, God's way. You'll hear topics on nutrition, exercise, sleep, avoiding toxicity, meditating on scripture, what supplements to take, stress management, defeating anxiety and worry, how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity, and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today, I'm going to be talking about the adverse effects of PPIs, proton pump inhibitors. So proton pump inhibitors are some of the most common medications today, so much so that like NSAIDs, many of them are over-the-counter and do not require a prescription. The generic forms of the drugs in this class end in the suffix prazole, such as omeprazole, esomeprazole, lansoprazole, etc. They irreversibly block secretion of hydrochloric acid in the stomach and are thus useful for GERD or reflux, ulcers, Barrett's esophagus, etc. But as always, interrupting a bodily process in one place will lead to problems in another. Here are some of the downsides of PPIs long term. Problems in the gut. Since gastric acid helps with both breakdown of food and denaturing pathogens that make it into the food we eat, it makes sense that these would be two of the processes to suffer with PPIs. Bacterial overgrowth and abnormal bacterial composition are both common in those who take PPIs, and there is a bit of a chicken or egg dynamic here, since SIBO is frequently a cause of reflux in the first place as well. Want to learn more about God and his will for your life one verse at a time? I'm Quinice Petway, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. I'm inviting you to tune in and subscribe at lifeaudio.com. Additionally, lower stomach acid also allows H. pylori to thrive, also considered a causative agent for ulcers, gastritis, and similar conditions that PPIs are supposed to help treat. Anytime the body notes that its efforts to carry out a procedure aren't working, a compensatory response occurs. In the case of PPIs decreasing gastric acid production, gastrin levels will increase, which can lead to various types of cancers in the GI tract. This risk has been observed in those who have high gastrin for other reasons besides PPIs as well. The same pattern also increases risk for autoimmune chronic atrophic gastritis problems with absorption. Gastric acid is the first step in breaking down food, so decreased amounts of it have been associated with decreased calcium absorption, iron absorption, and magnesium absorption. Vitamin B12 also requires intrinsic factor for absorption. Intrinsic factor is produced in the stomach lining and requires low pH in order to be produced. Thus, PPIs are particularly associated with B12 deficiency. 
problems in the bones and muscles. Perhaps related to malabsorption of calcium, PPIs have been associated with an increased risk of bone loss and fractures for some time. The body compensates for low levels of calcium with secondary hyperparathyroidism. Parathyroid hormone is a hormone that triggers the body to break down bone in order to release calcium for other physiologic uses. PPIs are especially connected to fractures of hips and spine. At least in mouse models, these effects could be reversed just with calcium supplementation. Some evidence also links PPIs with muscle pain as well. I wonder if this too has to do with malabsorption, perhaps of magnesium. Problems in cognition. Some studies also link PPI use with the risk of dementia and specifically of Alzheimer's. I wonder if this too might be secondary to malabsorption, particularly of vitamin B12, since there is certainly a link between cognitive decline and low levels of B12. Problems with the heart. There's an increased risk of heart attacks and strokes with long-term or high-dose PPI treatments. Some of this has to do with decreased nitric oxide levels necessary to help blood vessels dilate. This is because PPIs apparently inhibit the activity of the enzyme that produces it. I also wonder whether the above mechanism of lower calcium and thus increased calcium release from the bones might play a role as well, since excess calcium in the bloodstream can lead to calcium deposition in the arteries and thus contribute to plaques. And finally, problems in the kidneys. While the mechanism is unclear, PPIs have been associated with both chronic and acute kidney disease, which may develop shortly after treatment initiation or many months afterwards. So bottom line, whenever I consider the myriad side effects associated with any drug, I can't help thinking of the game whack-a-mole. Suppress a symptom in one place and it'll invariably pop up somewhere else. PPIs do work for symptom suppression, of course, but there's a reason why you have GERD or silent reflux or Barrett's or any of the other related symptoms in the first place. Identify I and address the cause and the PPIs become unnecessary. It is important to do this before you try to taper off the PPIs though because otherwise you're very likely to end up with rebound symptoms. It's also important to taper off slowly to avoid a rebound also though. And the longer you've been on them, the slower you'll need to go. If you've been on PPIs for any length of time, it's also a good idea to get your vitamins and minerals tested. So I will link in the show notes to the blog post that this comes from and all of the various studies are linked in there. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you next week. Are you looking for a holistically minded healthcare practitioner who truly treats root cause rather than symptom suppression? Unfortunately, even in the alternative healing professions, this isn't a given. That's why I've created wholehealthdoctor.com, a resource to help connect patients to healthcare practitioners in their area who share a root cause philosophy. Alternatively, most of the practitioners listed also practice telehealth. So if there isn't anyone local to you, you can still find a great practitioner to help you regain optimal health. Go to wholehealthdoctor.com. That's whole healthdr.com. Type in your location or just the specialty that you're looking for and find the practitioner who's right for you. Thanks for listening to Christian Natural Health. This show is run by you. So please write in with topic and guest suggestions for future shows. For more great content, subscribe to Dr. Lauren's blog at www.drlaurendeville.com or follow her on Facebook or Twitter at Dr. Lauren DeVille. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating in iTunes. It really helps us to stand out so other people can discover great content as well. Have a great week and God bless you. Has fear stolen your peace? 
I'm Jennifer Slattery, lead host of the Faith Over Fear podcast, helping you fight your fears and grow your faith. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.